Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Healing Uncensored Podcast. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a holistic business coach and intuitive healer who supports empaths in creating a thriving body, business, and life. Healing my own chronic illness as an empath led me to become fascinated with energy and more specifically, all the emotional, spiritual, and holistic healing modalities that my doctor never told me about. I began to share my insights and journey online and over time built a powerful community and business supporting women who were also on their path to healing. Think of this podcast as your uncensored and no BS guide to navigating life, health, and entrepreneurship as a highly sensitive person. You'll get no nonsense and totally holistic tips from me in real time as I navigate this healing journey right beside you. Now let's get started. Welcome. Today's episode is from an Instagram Live I did this past week, and it's perfect for anyone who is feeling like they're second-guessing themselves with their intuition and just hesitant to really trust their intuitive abilities or wondering what it even means to be intuitive. So I'm just going to be debunking and kind of decoding a few of the things that might be going on if you feel like your intuition is not working or steering you in the wrong direction or you're judging it in some or many ways. So if that is you, if you've ever had this experience, because I certainly have, there used to be many moments when I was questioning myself and asking, is this right? Am I doing it right? (laughs) This episode is for you today. So I know you're going to learn a lot about how to start to trust your intuition and get over all of the gibberish that says you can't do it 
and instead fully surrender to your intuitive power. Let's dive in. All right. Welcome. Sarah Small here with The Empowered Empath. Today we're going to be talking about why the intuitive games might feel challenging for you. Or maybe you feel like you don't know what you're doing or you might feel like you're just guessing. So first of all, in case you haven't been playing along and you're wondering what the heck are you talking about, Sarah, with these intuitive games, the intuitive games are inside the Empowered Empath community on Facebook. They are totally free to participate. And I'm just going to use the example from today's game to explain what they're all about. So there are these two oracle cards facing down in the picture. So one's to the left and one's to the right. And these are spirit animal cards. And one card has an animal on it, on the side that you cannot see, that lives on land. And on the other card, there is, well, we don't know which is which yet, but one has an animal that lives on land and one has an animal that lives in the water. So the challenge, the game is to feel into the energy of these two cards left and right and figure out which one has the energy of the animal that lives on land and which one has the energy of the animal that lives in water. And then, if you want to take it a step further, intuitive master challenge, you want to try to figure out what is a specific land animal and what is a specific water-based animal. So you might look at the cards and go, I don't know. All I can see is the back side of the card and I just don't know. So I'm going to randomly guess left is water and right is land. But it's purely just a guess. So what happened here? You didn't even try to feel into the cards. You didn't feel into the cards. Instead, you just picked an option for each randomly. And actually, your likelihood of getting this right is, you know, 50-50, right? There's a 50% chance that you got each one correct because there are only two options. Whereas uh, on other days, I said uh, there was a numerology day, for example, and there was two cards, they were both um, between one and ten, and there was a lot of more options and combinations that you could have felt into, so, you know, you could, it was five and five and seven, <laughs> but you could have picked like two and eight, or three and four, and there was lots of other possibilities. For today's challenge, you got a 50% chance of getting it right, but there's a difference between guessing and by luck, by chance, getting it right versus using your intuition. So guessing is, well, I don't know, I'm just going to randomly pick which one is which. That's not using your intuition. Next, some things that might be have come up for you during these intuitive games. And again, if you're not playing already, you can still jump in the Facebook group and play for free. But you may have tried to answer the second part of this question from today's challenge and thought, okay, land animal. <laughs> and now we have to realize that our conscious minds only know what they know. So if we're only in our conscious mind trying to figure this out and like logically deduce what this animal is, well, you're going to pick a land animal that you've heard of, right? It's going to be something you've already heard of or else the conscious mind, that like more logical part that's trying to figure it out, wouldn't, it wouldn't be able to like make up some animal that you've never heard of. And maybe, maybe you also have a favorite animal. And that's the first one you think of because you think 
okay, this is my favorite animal. It's an animal I'm obsessed with. I love giraffes. And you might think, okay, giraffe. And the giraffe is the first thing that comes to your mind. But then you're like, wait a second. Is it a giraffe or do I just love giraffes? And again, maybe I was just thinking about giraffes an hour ago because I love them and they're all over my room or whatever your thing is with giraffes. So who has had this happen to them where you are like, wait a second, is it a giraffe? Or do I just like giraffes? Or is that what you're most knowledgeable, knowledgeable on yourself? So we have to realize that we have our own lens that we're looking through. Through the world. And if we go into this intuitive game and challenge thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm going to look through it through just my lens in a more clo closed-minded way where you're just consciously trying to think of all the different land and water animals that exist out there versus coming into it with more of an open mind that is allowing your unconscious and conscious to collaborate and work together so you receive the answers consciously pop into your head but maybe unconsciously or subconsciously you're allowing more of the intuition to flow through you that is uh, aligned with the clair senses which is something i've talked about but also something that we'll talk more about in intuitive soul school so has that happened to you <laughs> you're like is it this or is it this because I like this thing or I just saw this on TV the other day or I just pulled that card for myself the other day? It's the same thing with the water, right? I maybe can think of three water animals right off the top of my head like turtle, fish, shark. And then again, you're just going to be like, okay, well, those first three, those three came to mind. Well, I'm just going to guess shark. And again, that's guessing, and it's only using our conscious mind to, within the scope of what we already know and what we think of first, and we have reasons for thinking of those three things first. Maybe those are animals that we've actually seen in our life, or they're animals we learned about in school. And again, so this is really just using your scope of knowledge and guessing. Scope of knowledge and guessing. What else could have happened is that you might have actually gotten an intuitive hit about which one was which, which one was land and which one was water. But then your ego came in and it was all like, you're probably wrong, Sheila. You're always wrong. Who do you think you are that you're some intuitive psychic being or whatever, right? But Sheila's a bitch. If your name is Sheila, I love you. That's just the first thing that came into my head for the example. But like this inner Sheila's talking to you and it's like, mean and it's like you're wrong there's no way that you have this ability within you and whatever it's it's mean so then you change your answer you second guess yourself and no not only are you maybe second guessing yourself because of your own internal dialogue and internal talk but you might also be second guessing yourself because in the facebook group you can see everyone else's answers that has guessed that have guessed above you. So maybe you, let's see, let's take um, the other day we had uh, unicorn cards. And one of the questions was to feel into the energy of the number of unicorns on that card. So one of the cards had unicorns behind it. And I said, can you feel into how many unicorn energies there actually are? And a lot of people were guessing like one, two, three, but there were actually five. There were five unicorns and not too many people got it right, but 
if you had, let's say, felt five when you had intuitively read the card, but then you look above and you see all these other people saying three, you might have been like, oh my gosh, I'm probably the person who's way off and wrong. And then you might have changed your answer to three because you saw a bunch of other people guessing three based on their answers. Did anyone do that? Call yourself out. Did you do that? So there's a lot of things that could have happened that are more of our scope of knowledge, of guessing, of using our chances of 50-50 like on today's exercise, or second guessing yourself, or judging and guessing yourself based on what other people are saying. Because have you guys ever been in a situation like that where um, maybe even like a teacher calls on you in class and she's like, everyone who thinks it's letter, you know, the answer is A of A, B, C, D. Like, who thinks it's A? No one answer raises their hand and you're, okay, okay, it's definitely not A, but you feel like it's it's C. And then she says, okay, who thinks it's B? And a bunch of hands go up and you're like, shit, is it B? I really thought it was C. <laughs> And then, you know, so then maybe you end up raising your hand for B because you are conforming to the energy of everyone else and like their, your perception of their confidence when in fact your intuition was right and it was actually C all along. So we can definitely change our answer based on what we're seeing from the collective energy, especially intuitively because it's all about energy. So on the flip side, how do we intuitively discover the answers to these games while leaving out guessing, second guessing, randomly picking, judging ourselves, letting that internal egoic voice take over, and yeah, getting to in our heads and our logical minds within just our scope of knowledge. Here's a few ways that I'm going to teach you. First of all, first of all, you could have gotten, maybe you've participated for all five days. Today's day five. Let's say you participated all five days and you got every day wrong. Okay, I still love you. <laughs> and let me tell you and assure you that you are still intuitive. You are still intuitive. We are all intuitive, but we all have different unique strengths within our intuition. So if you, again, participated, got all five days wrong, I do not want you to get all heavy and down on yourself because I would say that these games are more specifically tailored to the people who have strong, naturally strong, clear cognizance, which is clear knowing, meaning, meaning they would look at, at the cards and just they would get the answer right in their mind right away. The clairsentient, who's going to feel into the energy of the card, clear feeling, that's the empath, and clairvoyance. Clairvoyance is they're going to see. They're just going to see, oh my gosh, that card's the blue card. That's I see like a number 11 behind that card. And they're just going to see. So I would definitely say these games are more tailored to those three types of clair strengths, clair senses, claircognizance, clairsentience, and clairvoyance. And maybe your strongest clair is clairtangency or clear touch. So if you had been able to hold the cards in your hand and I had placed one card in each of your hands and said, okay, now, now Sheila, tell me which is the land animal and which is the, the earth, uh, the water animal, you would have probably felt into the touch of the card and the answers way easier. However, that's not possible across the internet globally, but that would have been way easier for you. 
However, if you are the clairtangent person who is best when they can touch, the exercises through the intuitive games would also be a really great activity for you to do regularly so that you're building the other clair senses and maybe you already have really strong clairtangency and you want to start working on the claircognizance or the clairsentience. So good homework exercise if you are the clair, the clair more um, easily able to tap into your claircangency. So what do you do? What do you do instead of second guessing and judging and using our scope of knowledge? Well, there's not one way. There's not just one way to do this. But let's get back to today's challenge, that land versus water. And then more specifically, can you feel into the land animal? What animal is it versus what water animal is it as well? So I'm just going to go through a little bit of my approach, which again is not the only way, but is one way. My approach is also mostly clairsentient, uh, that feeling. And that's because that's one of my strongest clairs. The, again, the claircognizance would just kind of like snap at the fingers, no. So I would look at the cards and I would ask myself, I might even look at them and then close my eyes so I could really focus on the feeling versus all the other things going on in my computer or around me in my environment. So I might look at them initially, but then close my eyes and just feel into the energy of each and ask myself, what is the energy of land? When I think of land and land energy, earth energy, what, what is that? So it's like earthy, it's soily, it's sandy, it's mountains, it's valleys, it's plains, it's deserts. Okay, interesting. What is the energy of water to me? What does that feel like? So detaching it from the cards itself and just asking what does this energy feel like on its own? What is the energy of water? The energy of water is flowy and wet and liquid and it's like the depths of the ocean. So now I'm feeling into the specifics of that. And noticing the differences between each of them on their own, removed from the card. Then I would bring my attention back onto the cards, and I would pick one at a time. So maybe I start with a left card, and I would say, okay, what do I sense more? Do I sense more earthy, land, soily energy, or do I sense more flowy, wet, water energy? Hmm, okay, I feel, let's say I feel water. And I might even see the color blue using some of that clairvoyance. And so one feels, this one on the left, let's say, feels more like the, the water animal, which then would mean the other is land. But let's just test it first and go to the right card and go, okay, does it feel earthy? Does it feel like soil, trees, roots, rocks? Okay, yes. Then I would move on. I've, I've affirmed to myself by feeling into the energy of the cards and knowing what the energy of land and water feels like on its own, that the left side feels more of the water and the right side feels more of the land. And are there any other mm, colors that I see behind card the left card, card one? Any other colors that I see here? I might say or feel into it, see into it, sense into it, whatever clear sense you want to use. Some green, some green. I had already seen blue in there, so now I'm seeing some green as well. And I'm sensing like this circular energy, and I'm kind of seeing these like 
movements, like four-legged movements, kind of like paddling four-legged movements. Okay, turtle, got it. Okay, it's a turtle, right? And so I am using the energy that I'm feeling to then figure out what animal does that correlate to. And again, this is not the only way. You might have looked at the card and you might have just like seen a turtle. You might have looked at the card and just in your mind, the answer that claircognizance, that knowing of it's a turtle, I know it. <laughs> and this confidence behind that clear knowing. Or the clairsentient might just feel into the energy of it more first before she kind of like jumps on the answer. So now I've got turtle, okay. By the way, it's not actually a turtle. I haven't revealed the answers yet for this, for this day. They'll, they will be revealed tomorrow but I can tell you it's not a, tur not a turtle. So I've got turtle, water animal on the left. Now I'm gonna to go to the right, back to my land card, and I'm gonna feel into this. Any colors, any smells, any sounds, any images that I'm picking up and I'm feeling into. I might say, I, I see this like tall tree, like actually it's like bamboo, and this like Asian culture, and there's the color black and the color white. It's a panda. Panda. Okay, got it. Panda. And there we go. So I intuitively felt into the cards versus guessing, right? So I could have said, okay, like I mentioned in the beginning, mm, I don't know. That one's land. That one's water. Okay, I don't know. The last, the first animal on land I can think of is a dog, like my dog. And the first animal I can think of for the water is a fish. So it must be a fish. And that's guessing versus taking the time for the clairsentient at least to feel into the feeling of the card and the clairvoyant to see into the card and the clairtangency, again, more difficult for the touch, but you might use like your clairgustance and see if there's any even smells that you're coming up with to help you uh, understand this card and get a sense of it. Images, sounds, smells, using all of your senses. Then you come up with an answer that is intuitively channeled and guided versus random, chosen at random. So if you haven't submitted your answers to each of the five days of the intuitive games, go into the Empowered Empath community on Facebook and play along with us. They're all still up. The answers are posted for day one through four, so don't cheat. <laughs> Just go and put your answer in and then you can scroll up in the comments to see what the answer is and you get immediate, immediate gratification because everyone else has waited, had to wait 24 hours to get the answer if they've been playing along in real time. And it's just a fun way for you to explore. And if it is fun for you, if you like this challenge, if you like using your intuition in new, different, adventurous ways, then you're going to love Intuitive Soul School. The course itself includes five weekly modules that'll go over things like protecting your energy, how to awaken your intuition, the creative cycle, how to apply and utilize your intuitive gifts out in the world. We'll do five Q&As, so one Q&A each week. This is really a high value access to get all of your questions answered specific to you and your intuition. My favorite part that I've said a million times is the weekly practice sessions. So we get together and we practice, practice using our intuition in a really safe, supportive community where there's no judgment and there's no right or wrong. You're going to feel really safe and really supported. It's also small and intimate. There's a Facebook group for support as well as additional resources, the option for discounted healing sessions, tons of bonuses, 
but brand new bonus I'm adding this round is an in-depth training on muscle testing that I think you guys are going to love. It's the deepest training I've, or most in-depth training I've ever done on muscle testing. So it's more than just a demo of what muscle testing is, and instead it really breaks down very specific applicable ways to use this in your life, in your healing process, and in your business, okay? So if you want to be able to read energy and you want to be a pro at the intuitive games next year when it happens again, because you're going to be a graduate of intuitive soul school, then I'm curious to know if you're going to join me. I'd be honored to have you. And if you do have any questions, please just shoot me a DM and let me know.